This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. Welcome to our new episode of Late Boomers. Today we have as our special guest, Melissa Caprio, author, photographer, radio host, and creator of Postcards to the Universe, a global movement for manifestation. And I'm Mary Elkins. Melissa gives workshops on photography, art, transformation, and manifestation. She guides her clients on how to create a unique postcard to aid them on the power of creative intention. She also hosts a weekly live radio show. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you, both of you. Thank you, Kathy, and thank you, Mary. I'm excited to be here. It's so nice to be on this end of the mic. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. great to have you. Because we know you host your own. So Yeah, this is my favorite thing to talk about, manifestation, so... Fabulous. Tell us about your background and how you came to discover this path. Well, you know, it's it's funny because I I mentioned this in my book, but I've said this so many times. So a lot of pain got me to this path. You know, I was doing something completely different. I'm a visual artist uh, is my background. Fine art photography. I had a photo gallery for a few years. I used to do dark room work and, and I would rent out the dark rooms. And then I worked working with a special needs um, children, doing therapy with dolphins. I did that for many years. Oh. My sister, my sister who passed away last year, she's special needs. And that's how I got into working with doing that kind of work. And I was living um, in the Florida Keys and I was working at this facility doing the special, the, the therapy, photographing therapy with the dolphins. And at the same time, the job was ending. They were leaving. So I was going to be leaving the job. I was married at the time and um, my marriage was crumbling and that was falling apart. So I had to move, leave my job and left the relationship in a month's period, in oh, a 30 day period. All the most so stressful can't, things. I all can't imagine stress. all that at once. Exactly. So yeah, the home that I owned, it was just, so I was in so much emotional pain and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go back to commercial photography. It just wasn't feeding me anymore. I wanted to do something where I could be creative. And then, of course, it was the million questions. Why? Why does this happen to me? I'm a good person. I don't understand the job Mm. that I love. The relationship is falling apart. I'm moving. So I was in so much pain that I started doing some inner work. And that's when I started reading more and I learned about this thing called the law of attraction and how we attract things into our lives. And that was good and bad. The good was, okay, well, that means I have control over what I want 
to bring into my life. But that was also in a way I had to deal with and reconcile. Well, what about me attracted this specifically the kind of relationship that I was in? Because he was not it was not healthy. There was verbal abuse that, you know, so I had to really do some deep digging to kind of get to like, okay, what's going on? And I picked up books from, I had already known who Wayne Dyer was and who Louise Hay was. And I was already kind of reading that, but I wasn't really, really immersing myself in that work until after all this happened. And that's when I started listening and, and I was really kind of understanding the messages, which led me to other, bless you. Led me to other, that's okay, um, to other authors and courses, and and that's where it kind of grew. So once I said, okay, law of attraction, what does that mean? I want to manifest this. I want to, first of all, heal myself, grieve for not only the loss of the relationship, but the loss of my home, the loss of the job that I just love so much. I mean, it was like, the best. It was such a great job. So once I started processing that and I started taking these these courses in, in the law of attraction and learning more about manifestation, I would meet the right people at the right time, right? Uh-huh. Like the right, and you know, it was no coincidence, you know, it's like I started doing the work, the right people walked into my life. And I've always had this thing with um, people's handwritings. I'm a lefty. So I don't have very good handwriting. Me too. Me too. Right. I was about to say Kathy's a lefty. I'm a righty. <laughs> yeah. As a lefty, you smudge a lot. You have to have the right pen mm-hmm. because of your writing, like you righties don't understand. So I've always had a thing with people's handwriting. I just love it. And I love love letters and cards. So I would photograph them like in black and white. It was like a little side, little side project I worked on. And I always had a thing for it. And so you you have that already. I'm interested in that. And then learning about the law of attraction. And then one night I heard very clearly in my mind, right as I was falling asleep, you know, that time where you're like almost asleep, but you haven't quite fallen asleep and you don't know if you're dreaming or you're not dreaming yet. And I heard postcards to the universe and I had no idea what it meant. Perforate the universe? Postcards to the universe. I heard it in my head. I got up, it was about one in the morning and I went to GoDaddy and I bought the domain name and it just sat there for a year and I didn't know what I wanted to do with it, but I just felt that it was like really important. It was something I was supposed to do. That's such a strong move to go get the domain name because you've been given this message. I love that. I read that in your book and I think that's wonderful. Yeah. It's forward thinking. I knew without knowing why it just, because it didn't feel like a thought. It felt like a download or the angels or whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm a believer in all that stuff. The angels or God or the universe say speaking to me and me being open enough to hear it. So it Mm -hmm. felt really important. So I got up and I bought it. And like I said, I didn't do anything with it for like a year. It just sat there. And then I took an eight week law of attraction course, eight weeks. And I met somebody who was a copywriter and she helped me start the website that I have now is different, but my original website and my original, and she helped me get clear with what it is that I wanted the website to be, what I wanted the project to be. 
and from there it's just grown so now I get postcards all the time and I have my book and my second book I'm working on my radio show so and I meet like the most amazing people like I'm meeting you you two today you know and and Mm -hmm. thank you for having me thanks Thanks. I love it I do too yeah well uh, I know something about this but what do you tell people about how to manifest? What does that look like? Well, I tell people that we're doing it all the time, whether we're aware of it or not. And I think that was the biggest aha that I got when I was learning about it. Most of the time, we're unconsciously manifesting more of the things that we don't want in our lives because we focus on everything that is a problem or not working, right? How much time and mental energy do we spend on, oh, I got to deal with this and this issue's come up and then we worry and we worry and we think and we share it with our friends and we talk about it with our family and we go over it and over it and over it. And we, a lot of times, bring in more problems into our life because that's what we're focused on. So the first thing I tell people to do is just take a minute, maybe, you know, get a journal, maybe for a week. Every time you find yourself talking about something that you don't want, like make a nick. You don't even have to write a full sentence. Like, okay, just the date and like check check, and see how many checks you have in a day. And you'll be amazed at how much of the negative we are going over and over and over. And and then once you kind of understand how you're doing it, then what you got to do is you got to learn how to shift it. And you can't go from, let's say that you're struggling financially, right? And you're having issues paying your bills. You can't go from, can I keep my heat on or my elect, my air condition on to I have $100 million in the bank. I mean, you, you just can't go from that to that. You won't extreme. believe it. You won't believe it, but you can say, I am going to be taken care of and all my bills are going to be paid for this month. You can say that just a simple, you know, uh, I'm going to be taken care of this month and not even worry about next month when this, when the, the voice goes, well, what are you going to do next month? <laughs> you know, You're yeah. like, well, let me go there next month, but I'll be taking care of this month. And you just have to start to train yourself. It's kind of like working out. You have to learn how to work out the, you know, the muscle in your head and catch yourself. There's so many, there's so many thoughts that go by in our head every day and it's hard to catch ourselves, but a good indicator of what you're thinking of is how you're feeling. If you feel really bad, if you feel really sad, if you feel really angry, if you feel all of those things, then you kind of know the thoughts that are running, the program that's running in your mind. Yeah. Right. And with this manifestation, will our lives change? And what happens if we're afraid of change? Good question. (laughs) Many of us are very afraid of change. We say we Mm -hmm. want it. The universe hears us. The universe will bring you what you're asking for. And it may not look exactly like how you imagine. And what you'll do is you'll go, no, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. And then boom, the door shut because you're really not ready for it. Yes, yes, it does work. 
it is, it's like anything else, man, you already are manifesting. So what you want to learn how to do is consciously co-create. That's what I say, co-create with the universe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're co-creating. So my job is to be in alignment. That's another thing. We want to be in alignment energetically with what we, what, what we want. So a big um, indicator is worthiness. If we have worthiness issues, if we feel we don't deserve the higher salary or the loving relationship or the different job or the car, the house or our health, even our health, if we don't feel we deserve to have those things, it doesn't matter how many postcards you make. It doesn't matter how many affirmations you put out there. You have to feel that you deserve to have those things that you want. That's powerful. It is. And I always tell people like when you get to me, I'm the fun part. I'm the get creative. We get to get creative. We tap into that energy and we do our manifesting postcard. But if you're going through something and you're deeply wounded and you have a lot of trauma and you have all this stuff, go and get the professional help, whoever resonates with you that you need. Do that for yourself. Like make that a priority because worthiness is the biggest issue we all have. And we've all had it at some point in our lives somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who has That's great advice. That I, that it's, I really, it's really had. great advice. Thank yeah. You. Especially for women when they go and they get a job and they're competing with men and they feel that they, they are, they're pretending they don't feel right. that they're worthy. And that's, that's a big, big issue with women in the workplace. Yeah. It is. Worthiness is one of the biggest issues I think that we all have. And I think that's why so many of us will settle for less than we deserve because somewhere down deep down, we don't believe that we really deserve to have that Mm -hmm. amazing relationship or, you know, a career we love or, you know, a home we Mm -hmm. cherish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you shift this energy from the negative to the positive positive? What are the two biggest components in shifting it? Oh God, I love these. These are my favorite to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Gratitude is the first one. Uh That's what my workshop is on. I have a manifesting through gratitude workshop that I do online on Thursday evenings. Um, It's gratitude for what you already have is one of the most powerful and fastest ways to manifest more of what more abundance in any area of your life. We take for granted the things that we already have and all of us do it. You know, we're, if you're listening to this right now and you're watching us on your computer, be grateful that you can have a device that you can watch us on. I mean, many people don't have that. You know, if you can go into your refrigerator and you have food, be grateful for that. Running water. Like I do a whole thing in my book. I don't know, Kathy, if you've gotten to that part yet about a shower ritual. I have about it. Being grateful for what your body does every day. That we, because oh, what yeah. do we do? What do women do? We, this is the second component. This is not mine. This was Louise Hayes that I took from her mirror work. If you want to shift your worthiness, get in your mirror every morning. No makeup, no hairbrush done. You can maybe get your coffee or your tea. <laughs> Sit in front of your mirror and say affirmations to yourself and do it for at least 30 days. And you're going to start to see a major shift because the first thing you're going to do is 
oh, look at my hair. I'm going so gray. I need to get my hair dyed. Oh, look at this wrinkle. I look fat today. That's all we say to ourselves, right? Especially women. If those two mm-hmm. things, if you do those two things, I say 30 days, but I really think 90 days, like a good three month thing, you're going to see a major shift in you know, your own sense of worthiness. And how many minutes of affirmations are you prescribing? I, well, the way that I was doing it when I first did it, I did it for 90 days straight every morning and I would do it for how about many minutes. Oh, 10 oh. minutes. Yeah. About 10 minutes. Oh, Five really? to 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I would sit there because, because I would sit with the uncomfortableness that would come up when I was saying positive things to myself, when my negative mind wanted to say, who are you kidding? Mm. See, that's why I would say mm-hmm. I would make myself mm, and yeah. I would drink my coffee. I would get my coffee first. I had to have my coffee. <laughs> you drink my coffee and and sit there and do it. And it shifted so much. What What did I you am, say to yourself? Like I'm worthy, oh, or well, you know, I did the I did the internal the attributes internally that I have that I'm powerful, that I'm strong, I'm intelligent. So I went through through those. And then of course I did the physicals. You're beautiful. Look at your eyes. They sparkle. Look at your nose. you got such a great nose, you know, like, so I would start to say these things and some of them, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can take that. I can believe that in the beginning, but most of them I was like, "Eh." and then you feel like, oh, why are you, why are you praising yourself like that? Like all this uncomfortable stuff comes up, which is what you want. Because that's what's showing you where you really are inside. Like, I don't know if either of you have children or grandchildren. I don't have children, but I have a niece and a nephew. And I look at my niece and she's 13 now. She's beautiful. And I see her changing, her looking at herself, becoming critical. And it breaks my heart because, you know, And but I could never say the things to her that I have ever said to myself. I'm sure you would never say to your children or your grandchildren if you have never, right? You look mm-hmm. at them and they're the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We don't do that for ourselves. So this teaches us. And I used to listen to Louise talk about it because she would go, oh, Louise, you're just so wonderful. I love you so much. And when you would hear her say it, you know she believed it. You know she wasn't just blowing smoke you knew she really got to that point in her life. And I was like, okay, I want to, I want to, I want to work on that. I want to work on that. So that and gratitude, I think are the fastest and best way to manifest and shift. And then of course, like I said earlier, if you have deep trauma, go work with somebody who can help you process the trauma, a professional who knows how to deal with that, you know, because that's, that's important. Yeah. And what does inspired action mean? Oh God, inspired action. So inspired action, I look at inspired action as kind of like um, my creativity. So if there's something that you want, let me put it to you this way. The best way to describe it is, you know, the have to's on your list. Like, oh, I have to go to the store. I have to go pick up my dress. I have to. That's not inspired action. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anything that you do that you get excited about is inspired action. It could even be nervous, even anxiety. Like 
if you're an author and you're sending queries out to agents or publishers, you get super nervous about your query letter, about hitting the send button. But if you send it, even though you're nervous and you have anxiety, it's an inspired action because it's taking you to the next level of what you know, where you want to go and what you want to birth in your life. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay, give yeah. another example if you can think of one. Yeah. Well, for me, I love to photograph the postcards that I take. So when I get a postcard, um, somebody will send me a postcard and whatever it is that they want to manifest, they'll reach out to me. You know, I photograph them sometimes anyway, but sometimes I wait on some. I just kind of go with whatever I'm feeling until I hear from the person who made the postcard and said, oh, my God, you're never going to believe it, blah, 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 this all happened. And oh. like, <laughs> then we're going to share your story. And that's what's in the book. There's 30 of That's going to be so exciting for you because when you yeah. create this thing and it works for other people. Yeah. So I'll photograph the postcard. So for me, an inspired action is, you know, just being with that person's – because to me, it's like I take them very seriously. I – keep each one I have. I have them in folders and in sleeves and they're sacred because they're people's dreams, you know? So I'll take a postcard. I set the space of where I'm going to photograph it. I've gotten so much better than even the, I'm re-photographing the postcards in the book. Well, because- I tell you what, your website is stunning. <laughs> We're going to give your beautiful. website and all that at the end, but I want to make sure everyone goes there and looks it's, at it. It's so beautiful. It's, with all those your photographs, photographs of this. Oh, the the postcard photographs are beautiful. Yeah, they've gotten so they're much ho- better. You've created all these still lifes with them. Yes, yeah. beautiful. And you know what? That's the gift that came out of COVID, actually. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't go out, and I was, you know, uh, and I said, okay, I'm gonna come up with something different, and I set the space now, and I actually enjoy photographing the way that I do now even more than the original ones that are in the book. So as I'm doing the, you know, re, I'm re-photographing them and I share them each week. You know, I call them my magical messages and I share them each oh, week. Oh, I love that. Week. Magical messages. Um, do your, do the people that send you postcards, do they send actual postcards? Do they take a photograph of something and send it to you? Or do they just write you a note on email? What do they look <laughs> they like? They send an no. actual postcard. Yes, they send a physical postcard. So what's really cool um, about it is I'm, I'm open. It doesn't have to be a four by six. I have a couple of examples I can show. Is that all yeah. right if I show sure. them? Sure. Love to. Yeah, the, the people and, that and, are hiking. And, and just- People that are hiking with them. AirPods won't be able to see them. But. Yeah, but if you go on YouTube, so this wow. is one side one woman created. She's an artist, and this is the other side. Oh, how fabulous. Would you just oh, find the stamps down at the bottom? Yeah, so she stamp. sent this to me. Yeah, it's just, it's it's the belly, but her says the belly buttonless woman. And this is about her house, her body, her house. So she made that postcard. Somebody sent me this big one. Look. This was actually done in a workshop. So you just can, you can just be as, as varied as you want. Yeah, it's a butterfly. But what I ask people to do is to find images, write words as affirmations in the I am or I have kind of like, so you already not the I want. 
words and affirmations, and look for images that resonate with you that go along with whatever it is you want to manifest. So if it's, for example, a new relationship, that's the easiest one to describe. People get this. You know, look for couples that are on their honeymoon holding hands. You know, put that on your postcard. If it's a ring, the kind of wedding ring you want, if you want to get married, like to add all those things to your card, it's kind of like a mini vision board. I'm sure you guys are familiar uh-huh. with yeah, everybody's sure. familiar with vision boards now. So yeah, it's like that. And you just do it on one area at a time. I have some people that send me postcards all the time for the trips they want to go on, relationships, homes, like just, I get all these different postcards and they'll be like, I sent you another one. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love it. And I tell people, do whatever whatever speaks to you. I had one artist um, friend at a workshop. She had little five by seven wood blocks, and she painted on wood, and that's how she did her postcards. So it's just open to whatever. A really good thing to use is old greeting cards. You know those old greeting cards that some of them we save and some of them we throw out? Right. card stock. It's a little bit of a heavier stock. You can use the center of it and you can paste on it. You can paint over it and just reuse it. Yeah. That's okay. great. Yeah. yeah. Make yeah. your own. So, yeah, make so- your own. And take a picture of it and then send it to me. Yeah. Take a picture <laughs> and then send it to me. And, and a lot of people have a hard time letting it go. <laughs> oh. Especially if it's a whole project. Is that you one do of have the next, to let it. Yeah. Is that one mm-hmm. of the next steps we, we should take is to let yes. it go when we, we need to, to move it. forward? To move forward. And there is a very interesting story in the book, which I won't give it away, but it is about what happened when she released her postcard mm-hmm. and how it shifted a major thing in her life. But she was holding on to the postcard and it didn't shift until she actually put it in the mail. And it really released that. Oh, yeah. What other kinds of steps? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What other kinds of steps would we take to move forward? Is that just the most important one? I would find a daily practice that works for you and make it a, a ritual in your life. Like, I have a whole morning routine that I like to do and I shut my phone off a couple of hours in the morning. I'm lucky I work from home so I can schedule myself. I know it's not as easy for people who a lot. Some people have to go out and go out and work in an office, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a, a long thing. Just find a ritual. Start your day off with something that is nurturing your body, mind, and spirit. Whether it's um, like like Julie, what's it? Julie Cameron's The Artist Way, The Morning Pages. Some people mm-hmm. like to do The Morning Pages. I did that for a bit. Whether it's reading something that's fulfilling you um, inspirationally, you know, like don't, I, even if you love true crime podcasts, maybe don't start off your day with your true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think like, that's good advice. Yeah, something inspires you. If it's meditation or a yoga practice, I started, I do, I love yoga, but I stopped going during COVID and I ended up buying a row machine, a rower, and I love it. 
So now I do my rower every morning and then I just do some poses that I love, the poses that I always liked and stretching. And while I'm doing the poses, that's when I do my affirmations. I say my affirmations. Oh, that's killing two birds with one stone. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. So, and and it cuts me for the whole day. It's, Mm. I feel, I notice the difference when I don't do it in my mood, you know? So whatever it is, whether it's a morning walk in where you live, I wish I live in South Florida. It's too hot to walk outside mm-hmm. for me. Anyway, mm-hmm. I sweat too much. Yeah. But yeah. I, I walk, walk every morning. morning. I do too. <laughs> and, but we're in LA. You, you so, guys have the best weather, that California weather. I know. Uh-huh. My Even when it's raining. <laughs> yeah, but how is tapping, how is tapping into your creativity? One of the most powerful ways to manifesting abundance. Oh, this is good. So it's like, okay, so when we tap into our creativity, an interesting thing happens. We raise our energy and our vibration because it's almost like little kids playing. If you've ever noticed, and if you're around kids, you'll see that they are master manifestors. They play, they say they want something, and then all of a sudden, somehow it just shows up for them. And you're like, how did they how did that happen? You know, it's like there's because they're so in that high vibration of attraction, right? We want to attract. So when we get creative, we start to become like we did when we were kids and we were playing. And that naturally raises our vibration, which is what you want to attract those things that you want in your life instead of those, the low energy things that you don't want in your life. Mm. I mean, I'm Uh sure you any, have you ever, do you ever know anybody who they're always complaining? So they always have something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. God, that happened to them again because that's where they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have other people who are always so joyful and everybody loves to be around them because they're so filled with joy and it's genuine. And you're like, Ooh, I, I like that. I want some of that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, kids are like that. So that's what creativity does. And I noticed when I was doing, uh, I did a lot of workshops, in-house workshops before COVID. And I would notice, you know, the, everybody would come and I would set the space and I had all the arts and crafts and we do writing exercises and we get clear and we do our whole thing. And everybody's real serious in the beginning, you know, hi, I'm so-and-so shaking your hand and we go around the table. And as we start crafting, all of a sudden you can feel the energy in the room shift and people are like, Ooh, that looks really cool. I like that. I want, give me the sparkles. Give me this, give me the glitter, give me the the kits. And then everything changes. Yep. Well, on that note, what challenges arise when you decide to shift your energy? Well, the challenges are something that I think Kathy, you said before was that people get afraid of change. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is a little scary. Even though um, we say we want these things, we get comfortable in our um, uncomfortableness, really. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when you know something, even if you don't necessarily love it, you know it. So it's kind of scary to leave that for the unknown. So that I notice is one of the biggest change people have is they're afraid of really taking that inspired action once, you know, they say they want it, but then when it shows up, you really want it. That's what I always ask everybody in the workshops. Are you sure? 
Yeah. Are you sure? Because mm-hmm. this is what you want. Because sometimes things are going to move out of your life and it's not going to be comfortable. If you mm-hmm. say you want a relationship and a relationship to be more loving, it might not necessarily be with your spouse that you already have. Mm-hmm. You know? And oh, that, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's sad to say, but that relationship may have to crumble so that makes space for the right person for you. So that's why I say, are you sure you're ready? You know? And you can't really know when you're ready unless you try and step forward. That's but right. how do I identify the subconscious pro- programs that have been running my life? Well, a good a good way to see that is, um, okay, I'll do it with money because this was something that I've been working on specifically for me. So what our money story is, right? We all have a money story. Usually we inherit our money story from our parents. They inherit mm-hmm. it from their grandparents. You know, it's passed down like the DNA. And my money story was always, we always have just enough. And we always have just enough. But that's not abundant. That's not taking me to the Mm -hmm. abundant. So I looked at the story and I started to pay attention to what my childhood looked like, how it was with my parents. I mean, we've always been middle class. We've never had, I have never had to starve, knock on wood, everything. We've always had just enough, but it was never the abundance beyond the just enough. Like, oh, no, this came up. I mean, like I said, I, I my special needs sister passed away last year, but there was a lot of stuff that my parents had to deal with financially for my sister, Tony. And, you know, sometimes it would get tight, but then right at the last minute, they would just get enough to take care of what they needed to take care of. But there was never the abundant overlay. So I went, huh, that's what my life looks like. My paychecks have been just enough, covers my bills, I can have a little fun, but nothing like extraordinary coming in. So that was a subconscious belief. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people have the with money is, and I say this in the book, this is a big one, money is the root of all evil. If you really follow that belief, you're not going to have money because who wants to be associated with evil? Do you Mm -hmm. really believe that? That's an unconscious belief. So that's so, and that applies in every area of our life. Like if you look at relationships and you don't know what it is to have a healthy relationship and you're like, well, it's all right. You know, we can have this kind of a relationship because that's the relationship my parents had. That's some kind of a subconscious belief that you don't Mm -hmm. feel you deserve to have a nurturing, loving, open, communicative relationship. Like, oh, all men are like that. Okay, well then, that's going to be true for you, <laughs> right? So what did you do yeah. as far as uh, changing the way you manifested money and abundance? Well, the first thing was recognize it. That was the first thing. And I really got it. I really understood it. And I looked at where it showed up in my life. And and I wrote down, I, I took a little journal and it was my money journal And I wrote down instances where I saw the story represented. So that was the first thing I did. And then after that, what I started to do was I started to catch myself in saying and doing some of the similar things that I was doing in the past that wasn't working. And I would shift it. And I would say the opposite. 
I'm not, I don't have to worry about money. Money's flowing to me all the time. I'm covered. It's good. It's all good. Just like simple things. And I just kept doing that. And then I started, and I have some games in the book, money games. I started playing money games to bring Ooh. more money into my, to bring more money to myself. And one of the games, I, I think it was Abraham Hicks. I think it was Abraham Hicks or it was, it was one, I can't remember. So please, whoever knows, you know, I apologize if it wasn't. But when we pay our bills, instead of cringing, like, oh, I gotta pay my mortgage or whatever, going, thank you. Thank I, that's you. That's what I like to do. I yeah. love to do that. See? Like, thank you for having money in the account to pay that credit card bill. Exactly. I always right. go, that's fabulous. Right. Yeah. And, and I thank my air condition every single day living oh, in yeah. you do. Florida. Florida. Like, thank you. Yes, my electric bill. Oh, yeah. You're looking. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, back to yeah. your postcards for a second. Uh, you really sure. talked about how you made a powerful manifesting postcard. Do you have any other um, examples you can give to us as as far as how you to make You mean examples them? from some of the stories from the book, you mean? Yeah, you mean well, like how do we make one? Yeah, how would, okay. I, how would well, we make one? Well, that's easy, easy, A powerful easy. one. Set your space. And um, if you go to my website, I know you say you girls are going to mention it. It's it's postcardstotheuniverse.com. Yeah. On there, I have a, a list of how to create a manifesting postcard about setting the space. I set the space. Shut your phone off. Lock your door. If you live in a house with a lot of people, go in your special room. Shut your door. Put a do not disturb sign on or wait till everybody's in bed or nobody's home. I like candles. I use sage. That's my thing. You know, however you want to set it, turn your music on, get your magazines, print out pictures from the internet. Pinterest is great. Get all your arts and crafts and just think about what it is that you want and just start playing and having fun. And what happens is, is you start to get into it, throw on some music, pour yourself a glass of wine, whatever you want to do, cup of tea, whatever it is. And you're going to start to feel your energy rise and you'll get excited. You'll be like, oh, I found that picture. That's what I was thinking. I wanted this. New, I wanted a new house and I want it to look like this, you know, and then you start creating your postcard and then you photograph it and, you know, let me know when you send it to me. But um, if you sign up, I have a um, join my movement. I am not a newsletter crazy person. I only send them out very very few. I don't like to bombard people's emails. You get a free gift and it's like, uh, it's for creating a manifesting postcard and also eight steps in manifesting. Mm. It's free. It goes right to your email inbox, you know, for you to and that's a sign up on the website. <laughs> yeah. If it says, yeah, to sign up on my website and, um, my address is on there so you can send it. And of course I'm so easy to find postcards to the universe. I'm on everything and postcards to the universe. Reach out to me. I always answer emails. I always get back to people. Who have questions. Excellent. Tell tell us a little bit about that now, how you came to write your book, Postcards. So the, the book, I was not, it's so funny because that's what I'm saying. You don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I wanted to photograph postcards. That's all I knew I wanted to do when I started. Like I didn't know I wanted to write a book. I didn't know that I wanted to have a radio show. None of all that came later. I just wanted people to send me postcards. I wanted to photograph them and share them like on social media. Like that's as far as my thought process went. And then what started happening was I was getting more and more 
people were reaching out to me, people were sharing their stories. And then I thought, huh, well, maybe I'll make it a book, you know, because somebody said, oh, you really should. You should maybe think about doing a book. And then I did the book. Gorgeous book. Here it is for people that are watching. Thank it's you such so a much. pretty book. It's, it's such a beautiful. Pretty book. Like your website. Everybody should grab that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, please, I would love it. And and that's how it started. And then, and I never knew that I would like doing the radio show so much. I, I Yeah, talk about the radio show a little bit. Yeah, do. That's yeah. exciting. So, yeah, so the radio show is called Postcards to the Universe with Melissa, Creating the Life You Crave. And I talk a lot about manifesting on my show. And similar to what you ladies do, I'll have authors on, I'll have guests on, and we talk about inspirational things. We talk about, you know, I feature a lot of artists and authors and just out of the box, you know, thinking. I have healers. I have psychics on my show. I have a, cha- a trans channeler. He trans channels the angels. And really? He comes on. Yeah, he's a regular Gregory on my show. Love him. So, yeah, in it. I, somebody was doing a radio show and, and I thought, you know, that sounds like fun. I want to try. And I, I fell in love with it. And it's just in your immediate area in Florida, isn't it? No, no, it's online. You can hear it. Oh, you hear it online. online. Give us the info info on that then. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. You can find that on my website too, but it's on home times radio on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time, that's Pacific where you ladies are, and that's a live show, but the show is put up on their podcast as the archive, so you can always hear replays of the show, and then I post the show on my website, the archives of the show, the recordings of the show, so oh, people can listen to any. That's great. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's very challenging to do live live radio it is because we go on we mistakes and all and mistakes have had mistakes happen you know like mm-hmm. technically usually it'll be a technical thing but i just keep mm-hmm. going with it i mean what am i gonna do you know okay. yeah Presenting I, with yeah. a lot of wonderful <laughs> i love that you do that yeah i love that you yeah. do that yeah. yeah so it all stemmed from hearing it one night postcards to the universe and knowing it was important, and I didn't know why it would be important, and I still don't know where it's going to take me from here. I have no well, idea. Well, you said you had a new book lesson. you're working on called. Would, it, now, would you tell our audience a little bit about that? You said you. Yeah. So you this said it book, was called. Give them the title. It's called "Everything You Do Is a Love Letter to You," and it's going to be. Um, it has to do with affirmations. And there's going to be an Oracle card deck that goes along with the book that you can either buy with the book or you could purchase alone or yeah. So there's going to be an Oracle deck using my photos. I'm making Oracle cards and it has a lot to do with working on affirmations and yeah, all that kind of stuff with the visual component to it. Yeah. Oh, that's very ambitious. Yes. Which is totally in my wheelhouse. The whole, everything has to have a visual component to it. So Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's well, why I was really surprised I'd like radio so much. I was about to I say that. I don't see the person face to face, but the fun thing about doing my radio show is I could be in my pajamas and nobody would know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put on makeup. Yeah, unless no, you do well. YouTube too, as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, she's just no, doing I radio. Don't do, I don't do it radio. on YouTube. It's only audio. Yep. I don't set it up for, I, I, yeah, I post it on YouTube, but you can't see us. You can just hear us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Good. Good that's, for you. That's yeah. great. 
Well, can you give our listeners a little advice on how to get started today, like right now? Yes. Well, the first thing I would say is buy the book. <laughs> no, really, buy the book. But yeah. if you don't buy the book, I understand. Um, you can follow along just to let everybody know if you are on Instagram. I'm not doing it on Facebook. I'm doing it on Instagram, TikTok, and and LinkedIn mostly. Um, I'm doing readings from the book. I'm reading the book from beginning to end. So anybody who wants to follow along, please do. I would only ask that you like the videos and maybe leave a comment. That would be great. That's wonderful. But to get started, I would first look at your own life and say, what is it that I am grateful for today? And what do I want to bring more of into my life? And when you know what you want to do and you know what you're grateful for, focus more on that and make a postcard. They're free. That's free. All you got to do is put a stamp on it. Make a postcard about what it is you want to manifest. Send it to me and then reach out and connect. That would be the first thing I would say to do. Yeah, I, that's wonderful. I want to do that. I, I, even though I'm talking to you now, I'm still going to do the postcard. I, but, I, they're fun. They really, really are fun. You know. And what would you like our listeners to have as their main takeaway today? Um, to just realize that you're worth it. You're worthy. You deserve it. We all do. There's a, there's a place for all of us and there's enough. Get out mm. of that lack mindset that, oh, there's not enough resources. There's not enough money. There's not enough. There's not enough. There's enough. It's plenty and you deserve it too. So you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, Love Thank it. you so much. That's that's wonderful advice. And I'm Thank I'm going to so do the postcard much. as well. And I hope our audience does too. Thank I you hope so, much. so. I hope so. And if anybody has any questions and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing, help me. Just reach out. Yeah. Well, thank you, Melissa. Our guest today on Late Boomers has been Melissa Capriel, author, photographer, radio host, and creator of Postcards to the Universe. Her website is so beautiful, as is the cover of her book. Go ahead and buy it. And uh, her website is postcardstotheuniverse.com. Thank you again, Melissa. Thank you, Mary. And thank you, Kathy. It was a delight. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. We want to ask our listeners to check out our YouTube Late Boomers podcast channel, and please subscribe on there. And also, please give us a five-star review on your favorite platform. And you can DM us on Instagram, or you can drop us a line at lateboomers.biz, B-I-Z. And we're on Instagram at I am Kathy Worthington, at I am Mary Elkins, and at Late Boomers. We always strive to inspire, entertain, and motivate you. Thanks again, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here 
and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact.